0: What's up, Braves country? It is Tuesday, February 16th, 2021, and this is the Braves Craze podcast. Uh, I'm your host, and if you're like me, you're stuck in somewhere in the south, and you got ice, you got snow, you can't go anywhere, so you may as well talk about the Braves. Uh, One of the things I read the day that I didn't know is spring training for pitchers and catchers is is literally a couple days away, so uh, that's a great thing to kind of get your spirits up and and get this ice and snow out of here and, and get some baseball started. And the Braves literally play a spring training game in about 12 days, I believe is correct. So uh, we got baseball coming. We're going to start on time, as we talked about last, uh, last podcast. And we're going to talk about here in a second some really, really big news happened since we last talked. So before we uh, get into the podcast, if you will, give me a follow on Twitter at Dr. Braves. And I appreciate your support. So please continue to follow this podcast uh, at your favorite podcast platform and site. I would love some feedback from you as well. If you get a chance to go and review the podcast, that'd be great too. So that big news we haven't talked about, obviously is what I thought would never happen. Uh, I did not think the Braves were going to do this, but the Braves have since signed or re-signed free agent outfielder, D.H. Marcelo Zuna to a contract. Uh, Marcelo Zuna back with the Braves, four years, uh, $64 million. I'm sorry, $65 million, I believe, with a fifth-year option that would take it to $80 million or $15 more million in that final year of the uh, uh, of the contract. So Ozuna back to the Braves. Uh, as I mentioned before, I really did not think the Braves would bring Marcel back. I thought he would be priced out of their range. Uh, it did seem that, that the contracts and the offers kind of went down some, uh, and I do think Ozuna took a discount to come back to us. He really wanted to be here, uh, and I'm thrilled to have Marcel back in the middle of the order to bat behind Freddie Freeman. Uh, it's obviously a big deal to have that big bat behind Freddie, uh, and, you know, Marcel uh, was incredible last year. Hon- honestly, he had a great claim on the MVP award that Freddie won uh, and, and was right there with Freddie the entire year. Uh, down the stretch, he was great. He, he, he beasted and he was in beast mode, feasted on pitching in the playoffs uh, and just was incredible. Uh, the one downside for Marcel, is we know, he's not a very good outfielder. Uh, I really thought he would sign in the American League to play DH. As we know, the National League will not have a DH this year. Uh, But maybe in 2022 they will, and if that's the case, Marcel would move into that slot, and the Braves would probably bring up a Drew Waters uh, to take the other outfield slot for the Braves, is my guess, and I'm a fan of Drew Waters, as you know. Uh, Again, thrilled to have Marcel Ozuna back because I thought they wouldn't sign him. Doesn't mean I didn't want him. Uh, Man, I think he's a beast. Uh, I was not a big fan of his signing last year. I said that out loud, but he proved me wrong by having an incredible year, and he earned his pay. And honestly, we get a four-year 65 million dollar deal. That's a discount. That, that's a very, very cheap price for a guy like Marcel in who, who can who can just rip the ball hits with the with the accuracy he does, and just the the uh, the way he can hit the baseball is just really speaks for itself. And that contract is is also speaking for itself. So congratulations, Marcel. Welcome back. And to me, this makes a Bra- the Braves a, a big time contender uh, in the National League for uh, the World Series, uh, in the playoffs, and and so and such. Uh, We all know the Braves upgraded the starting rotation uh, by bringing in Drew Smiley and Charlie Morton. So Marcelo Zuna coming back solidifies the Braves in my mind as the favorites in the National League East. And then there's those doggone Dodgers, and we're going to talk about that here in a second. Uh, But again, congrats to Marcelo Zuna. Welcome back to Atlanta. Uh, I'm thrilled to have you here. Let's discuss the Dodgers now, unfortunately. Uh, We all know they brought in Trevor Bauer, uh, the reigning National League Cy Young award winner from the Reds. Just like seems like the Dodgers just keep getting richer and richer and richer. Uh, and adding Trevor Bauer to that rotation uh, makes it very, very frightening now to face the guys they've got in, in, a, in a playoff series now, uh, to go along with Walker, Walker Bueller, uh, Trevor Bauer now, Clayton Kershaw, amongst others, and the young kids they've got as well in there that can do damage. So they're, they're a scary rotation to have. Uh, And then they went ahead and brought back Justin Turner, who the Braves had some interest in, the report said, to play third base, but he goes back to the Dodgers. Uh, Turner's a guy I would love to have had, but I I am an Austin Riley fan. I don't want Austin Riley to be thrown away here at this point in time, and I think he is a guy that's going to get better. But Justin Turner at this point is a very, very good hitter and would bring a lot with the average uh, to any team, and the Dodgers have him back now in that potent lineup already. I want to mention our old friend and and one of my favorites, Adam Duvall, who signed with the Miami Marlins uh, last week. Uh, Duvall went there for one year at $5 million, a very, very friendly contract for Miami. Uh, It was no secret I wanted the Braves to keep him. I would still like to have Adam Duvall uh, in a Braves uniform as a pinch hitter and a guy to play left field, maybe move Ronald over to center uh and Duvall I'm sorry and uh Ozena would play either right or left and Duvall played the other corner in some cases when Pache didn't play but I do think Christian Pache is going to be our center fielder at this point in time and I'm excited about that but congrats to Adam Duvall I think he'll make a difference in Miami uh they seem to take Braves outcasts, so to speak uh and, and make them play really well uh in, in that area uh in, in the Miami area as well so uh you know, Adam will be a good player there, and I, I suspect at some point in time he's going to hurt us this year with some timely hits as we play Miami uh, within the division. Uh, I want to mention arbitration works this week. Uh, we lost the arbitration case to Mike Soroka. I think we tried to pay him around two million. He won it two point eight million. Uh, I know Mike got hurt, but doggone, pay Mike Soroka five million if you need to. He's worth it. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm kind of surprised the Braves just didn't give him that money. I know it's a game, and I know it's a uh, a price game here. But Mike Soroka wins the case even after they were injured at 2.8 million. And then Dansby Swanson, uh, we actually won the, the arb case against him. I believe he wanted, I believe the number was 6.8. We get, we're going to give him six or so in that arbitration hearing. So again, Dansby had a good year as well, and and, and you know, less than a million bucks either way wouldn't have upset me. But uh, we win one, lose one with Dansby and Soroka. Uh, I think the bigger news there is Mike Soroka seems to be on track. To start the season, so uh, you know I'm thrilled that Mike Soroka seems to be working his tail off, coming back quickly, and getting him back in the rotation uh, as as Mike Soroka as he was at least even close to that to start of the year would be a great thing, and I expect Mike to be back to normal by midseason form or so at, at in June July for the Braves. Uh, a couple other things of note uh, this week: old friend Travis DeMerrit was re-signed by the Braves after he was let go. Uh, so the Braves bring Travis Demerit back. Uh, I believe Travis was traded away. Uh, I believe in the Shane Green deal uh, when he went to Detroit. So bringing Travis back in kind of makes that deal even sweeter. Of course, Shane Green is now a free agent and we don't have him signed at this point in time, but I believe Shane is still out there. Uh, speaking of Shane Green on the waiver wire or, or the free agent list. So the Braves could use a reliever or two and Shane Green's a guy that we've heard some talk about. So would love to have Shane back. The other name I've read a lot on is uh, Trevor Rosenthal, who's a hard thrower who could also come into Atlanta and make a difference. So, you know, I would love to see the Braves reach out and get either Shane Green or Rosenthal uh, to come in and help solidify that bullpen. I I think Shane Green did a great job last year. I'd love to have him back. But if we can't get him, Rosenthal's a guy that's been up and down but been a lot up lately uh, in the recent years. So Rosenthal's a hard thrower that could come in and do some late-inning work here in Atlanta, I believe. Uh, speaking of the bullpen, uh, without bringing back Mark Melanson, who, by the way, did sign with the San Diego Padres recently, so we've lost Melanson. Uh, but who's going to close for the Braves this year is one of the questions we have to talk about. And, you know, the obvious choice would be Will Smith, who the Braves brought in on a pretty big contract last year. who's had some closing experience with the Giants. Uh, did close on occasion with the Braves last year, but he's a left-handed pitcher, who doesn't have lights out stuff. So I wonder if it's not more of a bullpen by committee sort of thing right now. Uh, Chris Martin's another guy that would come to mind has been really, really good. Uh, that could be a late inning guy for us. Uh, again, Chris has been hurt some, but I think Chris Martin's a guy that we could really use uh, in the late as well. So, but having another guy like a, a Shane Green or a Trevor Rosenthal to come in there and be an eighth or ninth inning guy for the Braves would make a lot of sense at this point in time. You know, since the Braves have a rotation now of, of five solidified starters, uh, you could see the Braves go with some bullpen guys that, that are starting pitchers in the minor leagues right now. Uh, you know, Tukey Toussaint, uh, Kyle Wright, uh, Bryce Wilson, those guys come to mind. Uh, Sean Newcomb, who, who was sent back down to Triple A after failing in another starting stint last year, who was a pretty good reliever two years ago for us, is a guy that comes to mind. So amongst Newcomb Green, I'm sorry, Green's a guy we want to bring in. Newcomb, Wright, Bryce Wilson, uh, some of those guys. Tukey. Uh, you may see some of these guys come in and uh, and and make the bullpen better. Give us a guy could go extra innings, multiple innings, I should say, uh, out of the bullpen. And you know, a guy like Wright and Bryce Wilson can just air it out. Tukey for that matter, too, so can rear back and just you know get that fastball up in the high 90s uh, for a shorter stint and maybe maybe be quite effective, but then also be there. We could get stretched back out if we had any issues with our starters uh, getting hurt or, or, frankly, struggling from time to time. So, you know, I, I think that, that having those guys out in the bullpen and maybe a couple of those guys making the pin might be an idea that Alex Anthopoulos and uh, Brian Snicker are thinking of right now. And I would love to see those guys get the opportunity to make the team uh, in that sense as well. Um, so, you know, we'll see what happens in the bullpen. But, but that's a uh, an idea I've read some on and think it might be uh, a good idea. Uh, you know, Travis Demerit. we mentioned a minute ago, not really sure where Travis fits in. Uh, the Braves don't have a lot of outfielders right now. Uh, Ender Enciarte remains on the roster, but he's a guy that, that most Braves fans think has kind of uh, done his thing in Atlanta and it's time to move on. So I don't expect Ender to really get any significant time. Demerit might be a fourth, fifth outfielder guy we could use. Uh, he's got some power. Uh, he also can play a little third, second base I think in a pinch, too. So maybe he's a guy that that has a chance to make the team uh, as a backup player, reserve guy, uh, pinch hitter, and and reserve outfielder, infielder as well, as I said. So uh, I like that signing. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about a few more signings the Braves have made, and these guys have all been invited to spring training. Uh, Jason Kipnis is a guy we just picked up recently, uh, former second baseman for the Indians, I believe the Cubs, Uh, at one point in time was a really, really good hitter. Uh, He's a guy that can spell you uh, in the infield, uh, a little first base, I think. Uh, And he can still hit the ball. Uh, Jason Kipnis is a good hitter, uh, and I think he'd be a guy I'd love to have make the team as a pinch hitter and reserve player. Uh, The Braves also signed Carl Edwards Jr., formerly of the Cubs, and I believe with the Mariners last year. Uh, He struggled, but he's still fairly young, uh, has a pretty good arm for his mid-90s, and can be a guy that could make our team as a relief pitcher. Uh, Nate Jones is another guy uh, that's had some success with the Tigers, I believe. Uh, throws pretty hard, 95, 96 miles an hour fastball. Uh, can do a lot of good things. So you've got some low-risk guys here now. Uh, and Kipnis uh, is, a, is a hitter. Edwards and Jones as pitchers. And then there's Kung Fu Panda, Pablo, Pablo Sandoval, still with us. Could also help with the uh, backup roll, pinch hit roll. So these are guys that really are on minor league type deals uh, that are low-risk demerit falls to kind of that same category uh that if they they don't do well you haven't lost a lot but if they actually hit and, and get back to form or in demerit's case you know come out and, and, and have a breakout uh you've gotten yourself a pretty good player in each of these roles to help so i like what the braves are doing with the insurance policies particularly with the pitchers the bullpen but i still think we need to add a reliever or even two to get ourselves where we need to go uh in that bullpen sense, uh, Ian Anderson. I want to mention uh, this is a, a kind of a silly thing, but we saw before Mark Melanson signed with the Padres, Ian Anderson changed from number forty-eight uh, to number thirty-six, which which was Mark Melanson's number. So that might have been the writing on the wall that that Mark was going to go elsewhere. The Braves were not going to bring him back. Uh, but you know, Ian Anderson gets Mark Melanson's number thirty-six, uh, which again doesn't mean that much for Ian. I guess that's the number he probably wanted. May have been a my league number. But it did sort of indicate Melanson's time with the Braves uh, might be coming to an end, and we see that it absolutely did come to an end. So, uh, you know, again, the Braves rotation looks really, really good. Max Freed, Ian Anderson, uh, Mike Soroka coming back, the two new guys I mentioned before, Drew Smiley, and then the big signing of Charlie Morton. Uh, we've seen Charlie's name mentioned uh, along with Max Freed in some Cy Young talks for the, for the year for the, for the National League. So some high, high praise for the Braves starting pitching. Again, the Dodgers, you know, may have one upped us with with the uh, with the signing they had, but uh, you know, absolutely, uh, the Braves have gone out and really, really made a a big signing and a big splash this year with the with the pitchers and these young guys that are going to be coming in to uh, to spring training to try to make this team uh, with the Braves. Uh, real quick to finalize our podcast, I want to list some of the other non-roster invitees for spring training that may be of note that could make this team. Uh, lefty relief pitcher Thomas Burroughs has gotten a little bit older now, but he's a guy that's had some success in the minor leagues. Heard a lot about Thomas for a while, so I suspect he may get a chance this year. Uh, Freddie Tarnock is coming up. I doubt Freddie makes the team, but he is a live arm pitcher that can come up and throw really hard. Uh, Victor Vodnik, a relief pitcher, also is a right-handed pitcher that can come in and, and do some damage. The catchers, uh, Shea Langoliers is, is going to be uh, in spring training as a minor league player. Uh, you know, I don't think Shea makes this team. I, I'm hoping that we see uh, William Contreras as the backup catcher this year, uh, but Shea Langoliers is a guy we're real high on and probably is the long-term catcher. He and Contreras together, I think he'd give us a good one-two punch for years to come. Then in the infield or on, on the position player besides catcher, Bryce Ball will be here. Big left-handed power bat. Reminds you of Freddie Freeman to some level. Uh, big, tall guy with a with a power swing. We already mentioned Kipnis and Sandoval. Uh, the Harris boys, Michael and Trey Harris, are going to be in spring training. Both these guys can play. Uh, I've seen Trey Harris more than Michael in the minor leagues. He's a uh, guy that can play multiple positions. Uh, kind of gets a lot of things done. Big, strong guy. Harris is more of a, a speedy, uh, all-around type player, or Michael Harris is, excuse me, Trey is the the versatile guy. And then Drew Waters will be here, who who I love, Drew Waters, you know that. I, I believe Drew Waters is ahead, hitting-wise, uh, of Christian Pache already, but uh, Drew Waters is a guy that needs some more minor league time, probably, but I think Drew is ready to go by midseason, and if there's any trouble with uh, Pache not hitting or, or injuries, I suspect we see Drew Waters in Atlanta this year, but I doubt he makes this team from the get-go, but who knows, if he plays well enough. Uh, anything can happen. So uh, that's the show. Uh, The main thing is baseball is almost back and I'm really excited. As you can tell by my tone and by the energy. So thanks for listening. Have a great week. Hopefully we fall out with the snow and ice uh, and get ready to watch some baseball. Hello, and thanks for listening to the Braves Craze podcast. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and be sure to follow the Braves doctor on Twitter at Dr. Braves.